Welcome to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network, where we bring you news as real as professional wrestling. I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm, I'm Scott Narver. <laughs> oh, boy. We're off to a stellar start We're here. We're battling for spot number two. Listen, guys, let's do this over. Take two. We're not going to erase this out of the podcast. I think we should leave we this We should in. keep it in. Yes. It's, it's like Raw. It's not SmackDown. We can't. This Hold shows on, let everyone. Me set this up again. This shows everyone how spontaneous our comedic show is. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) And we are all comedians living in Los Angeles who are also lifelong fans of professional wrestling. And, well, look, we got a big top story this week. This week, Edge shocked the wrestling world by announcing that a neck injury had forced him to retire from wrestling effective immediately. Now, we're actually, you know, we're expecting former WWE superstar Edge to call in at any minute now. He's going to talk with us about life after wrestling. You think you know me? Hello, Edge. Hi, guys. It's great to be on Curtain Jerks. Hey, uh, we got something in common with you, Edge. We're the Curtain Jerks, and you were in the Curtain Jerker (laughs) at WrestleMania. Was that supposed to be a joke or something? Uh, I don't know. It's just an icebreaker. Well, just, it's, yeah. It's, just okay. Look, uh, look, Edge. You said uh, you know you said in your farewell speech on Raw, you know that you were looking forward to heading home and uh, quote eating a lot of ice cream end quote. So how has your retirement has been uh, treating you so far? Sweet. That good, huh? No, I mean literally sweet. I've been eating a shitload of ice cream. Oh. I started off at Baskins and Robbins. Went to Dairy Queen for a blizzard. And would then hit up a place called Cold Stone Creamery. Have you guys heard of it? Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, so are you going to play a behind-the-scenes role in the WWE, or are you going to... Cold Stone is incredible, man. They mix this ice cream with the different toppings on this giant stone slab. Like you can mix in M&Ms or sprinkles. Yeah, we've been there. Look, uh, could you be revealed as the anonymous Raw GM, or, I mean... What... At the one by my house, you can even mix in brownies. Brownies! Yeah, they all have brownies at the Cold Stones, not just the one by your house. I don't think so, because the guy at mine said he made those brownies himself. Yeah, of course they do, Edge. I'm positive they do because I've been to multiple Cold Stone locations and they all have brownies. But that guy said he made them himself. Yeah, so- well, he probably did. Somebody's got to make them at every location. Brownies don't just appear out of the clear blue freaking sky. God! Take it easy, man. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, that was very unprofessional of me. Um, yeah. Look, so, uh, so so what do you do besides going to ice cream shops? I've been hitting the 7-Elevens in my area and picking up pints of Ben & Jerry's. Damn, that stuff is good. The cake batter ice cream tastes exactly like actual cake batter. Ugh, I have this one flavor with gooey marshmallow and caramel oh. swirls and fudge fish. It's not called... It's called fish food, but it's not spelled F-I-S-H. It's spelled P-H-I-S-H like the band, man. Isn't that both clever and delicious? Okay, look, what else is new, Edge? Late night snack. What? That's the new Ben and Jerry's flavor inspired by Jimmy Fallon. Oh, boy. It's got potato chips in the ice cream. Is that crazy or what? Edge, can you stop talking about ice cream for a minute? No. When I was a WWE wrestler, I gave 110%. I speared Jeff Hardy off a ladder, onto a ladder, off onto back onto the mat. What? And as an ice cream eater, I will do no less, sir. I will do no less. Since I left WWE, I've gained 57 pounds. What? That was less than a week ago. Edge, is there anything going on in your post-wrestling life besides eating ice cream? Anything. Please. Yeah. I'm starring in a new WWE film called Chasing the Hawk. 
Oh, uh, could you tell us more about that ice cream? Yeah, bit? the ice cream was very interesting, yeah, actually. It was, uh, it was, Love to hear more about yeah. that. Uh, My favorite huh? Haagen-Dazs flavor is actually butter ripple. Whoa, look at that. We lost the connection. Thanks for calling in, Edge. Thank you, Edge. Well, this has been... This has been a big week with Edge in general, guys, because uh, Edge's announcement was a big shock to the wrestling world. And, you know, following the announcement of Edge's sudden retirement, there's just been a bunch of people tweeting about Edge's sudden retirement. But, you know, we here at Curtain Jerks, we don't think that that's good enough. You know, you're only confined, you're confined to only 140 characters on a, on a tweet, right? No real emotion. It's just to a convey. big text. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah that, that doesn't convey a, a sincere message. Right. So that's why we've asked some of the WWE superstars and legends to call into our show and leave us a message for Edge. And now we're going to play these throughout the show today. And actually, well, should we just do the first one right now? Sure. It's a new it's a new segment for our show in it, case any anything happens like this in the future. Yeah. I think Edge would really appreciate that. Okay. Well, the first one is actually from Diamond Dallas Page, otherwise known as DDP. Yo, what's up, bro? It's me, DDP. Yo, Edge, bro, now that you got all this time on your hands, bro, you gotta come to a movie with me and Rob Zombie. Hey, wait, bro, he did your music for a while, right? So you know Rob, bro. Rob's doing a movie right now and needs two stars to play the two lead bros. Bro, it's called Nazi Alabama Brothel. Hit me back, bro. Is that, uh, is that the whole message there? Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess, guess so. It's, they're gonna be in a what? Rob Zombie movie together. <laughs> bro! Oh, there was another bro in there. <laughs> oh. we, we, Joe, he said spoke too soon. There was another bro in there we didn't know about. Well, he is from Jersey, and that's all he knows. <laughs> you know, um, you know, Edge and DDP must hang out a lot because they kind of sound similar. They do. They, they do. They sound they alike. They do sound similar. They sound alike. They, they sound it sounds like they share a brain, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> Probably a pretty smart brain because they've both been in the business a while, except that. And they have great hair. They great do. hair, not gray hair. Well, we're going to hear some more of those uh, future endeavors. It's an type, audio but... podcast, Steve. No one knows that you have gray hair. Shut up. I'm tearing it out. <laughs> we're going to hear some more of those as we move through the uh, show. But also, we're going to do something we always do, which is talk about the news. And we, listen, this is not a comprehensive you know, uh, look at this week's wrestling news. If you want that, go. There's plenty of great news sources for that. Sacramento B. The Sacramento Bee is excellent. Uh, the uh, WWE.com. <laughs> Lordsofpain.net. <laughs> Lords of Pain. Dana Hills High School paper called The Paper. We just talk about the items that are interesting to us during the week. Stuff it's that, our show. It's our show. Stuff that we care about. And so, for example, there was a report actually on Lords of Pain that uh, the original <laughs> plan for Triple H's uh, entrance at uh, WrestleMania was for him to ride a horse to the ring. But in the rehearsal, the horse tripped on a trap door, and uh, they decided to scrap the whole thing. You know, actually, I, I did read about that, and I noticed that it wasn't that it just tripped on the trap door. The trap door sort of buckled under the weight of the horse, and then in a, the horse sort of fell up to its haunches. So it's like the it looked like a horse was just sticking out of the ground on the ramp. What are you? And talking then they about? closed the trap door. <laughs> Trying to get it out, and it just severed all four legs. <laughs> Everything I said was true. Everything you said was completely made no, up. No, I read that. Did you diary. read it or draw it? I, did, I drew it. And I have a little illustration right here of a horse with no legs. And Rey Mysterio covered in blood. <laughs> I'm almost glad it didn't happen because I actually thought, and I'm not embarrassed to say... I thought that Triple H's entrance at WrestleMania was pretty cool. It was awesome. I'm not joking. I thought it was cool. Mark, you hate animals. You've made that very clear. <laughs> so you're glad that a horse lost a job and a bunch of young uh, supple men instead got to 
crowd around Triple H as they as all got their WrestleMania moment. That horse, thankfully, did not. Other news, I like that you said that they scrapped the horse, so it's like, that's it, turn it into glue. I, <laughs> I'm sure Vince thought about it, right? I wouldn't put that pants Vince. And it seems like... Uh, Goddamn horse <laughs> fucked up the whole entrance. <laughs> Don't look at me. Take it up. Well, that's what Bret Hart used to always say, that when Vince was done with the wrestlers, he'd take him out back and shoot him like an old horse. <laughs> he did. He's like, uh, Kevin Nash screwed up the entrance this final time. That's it, Kevin Nash. You're dead. It's like, uh, that was a horse, Vince. No, it wasn't. I get it. That's Kevin Nash. He died his mane. <laughs> he put on that little costume. There was just him. He didn't need somebody in the back walking the back legs. It was just him on all fours. Oh, it's time for another uh, future endeavor to uh, tweet there. Uh, who, who's up next? Message, Scott? Message. We don't do tweets. Uh, message. I'm sorry. I'm Maybe sorry. Little right. red lights blinking. Uh, yes. Uh, well, next up, we have, uh, we have Kurt Hawkins. Oh, Kurt Hawkins. Boy. He used to, uh, well, we'll, we'll probably hear in the message. Huh? Hey, Edge. It's me, Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> oh, boy. I was one of your Edge heads? <laughs> uh, I know you know. Of course you do. Oh, Sounds like you know, uh, My mom says I was the best one. You know, I was so close in helping you beat Taker at WrestleMania 24. Oh, I hope that's not the reason you don't call me back that's or respond to my weird. letters or not slow down when I jump in front of your car. Oh, I'm so good at the bumps. Oh, I hope things are good. Matt Hardy sucks, right? Yeah. F that guy's girlfriend. <laughs> oh, remember when you told me to stop saying that around Vince? Oh, you're so cool. Oh, I'm almost out of quarters. Uh, you can call me back at this payphone. Damage. I miss the way you smell. All right, that was the, not the tweet, that was the voicemail message left God, for us to play here from, by, by Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. He sounded like George McFly from Back to the Future. He did. I, I haven't thought about Kurt Hawkins in years. Uh, I don't think anybody has. I, I haven't. I no. hope Edge calls him back, though, because that's pretty sad. It, it is. It, when he, now he's got plenty of time, too. Another news item, Sin Cara finally has debuted in WWE. The um, Now, I when I say his name, Sin Cara, because that's how it's spelled, and I pronounce it in English, but they are not pronouncing it. They're giving. They're putting a little accent on it when they say it Ooh. on the show. How do, they, how do they say it? They go like Sin Cara, I think. Sin Cara. I think that's what they're saying. And yes. it means uh, the Mel Gibson movie, Man Without a Face, right? That's right. <laughs> that's what it, that is what it, it means. Without yeah. face. But they, when they, they try to give him a very spectacular debut, I guess. He ran in and interfered in a match with Sheamus. And they um, they put a trampoline down at ringside. He ran down to the ring, jumped on this trampoline, and then flipped into the ring. But... He barely made it into the ring. He went off that trampoline, and I guess it's been reported that trampoline was in the wrong position, and he barely cleared the top rope. That could have been a shockmaster uh, moment. I think it's all Hornswoggle's fault because he's clearly the guy who's working under the ring right. to put that trampoline there. That's right. And they just give that midget just all the a free pass just because he's a small little guy. That trampoline is heavy. It's like a springboard. it got a lot of oak in there, probably those giant steel bearings spirit squad made it work they did it just fine okay look hornswog has a lot of stuff to keep track of under there there's all the chairs there's the tables there's triple h's sledgehammer there's the people's court that's still down there the little people's court that's down there little people's court they're still talking about that dx trial that happened down there that's true and now they threw a trampoline on top of everything else that's a lot for the for the little guy to handle he's got his little recording studio down there too 
for his little rap album. <laughs> it's not easy being green. Well, yeah, you're right. He's been working on that since WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, it it drops soon, right? You know what? It's time for another future endeavor. Is it time stage. already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who is up? Uh, the red light is flashing. Who is up next, actually? Our next future endeavor uh, message is from... It's from Ooh, it's the Iron Sheik. Oh, it's from the Iron Sheik. Oh, oh yeah, great. We actually he was we heard from him last week on the show too. But the Iron Sheik. Let's play. Uh, Meredith it. in the booth is actually crying a little bit. Sounds like the message was pretty. Uh, she she screened it well, before. Well, she can get emotional sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Edge, rated R, superstar. I see you on a SmackDown show, and a Sheiky baby see you start to cry. You cannot wrestle anymore. You broke your own back and made yourself humble. Iron Sheik, respect the edge. But then, Iron Sheik, see you hug a Hulk Hogan. Fuck Jabroni Hulk Hogan. You are a G-rated superstar for gay. Ah, well, it started off tender. At least. I think that's uh, I, I think that's what Meredith really identified with. <laughs> it started off tender, and then it got awful. Just like uh, his whole career. <laughs> the Sheik, have you guys ever heard the clip of the Sheik when he was on the Howard Stern show? Which one? And, yeah, I know, but the one where he, uh, the one where he's like yelling and he's really mad, and then uh, which one? And then <laughs> wait, and then Howard Stern goes, um, and uh, how did you feel about Elizabeth? And he suddenly does a 180 and bursts into tears and starts crying about how much he loved Elizabeth no. and how sweet she was. Yeah. it's uh, There is a tender side to the sheet, guys, is my point. It sounds so, like he got all fired up, and then right at the last second, he was like, he was on that precipice of emotion, and then it just took that one little... Still crying and saying uh, that he wishes he could have fucked her in her ass and made her humble, but no, no, in the he, most sincere of ways. No, he said she was very sweet and kind, Scott. Well, because he was... That's what he said. She was with Randy Savage, who was not... So, of course. In comparison. Yeah. How would they even know? I, I thought he used to lock her in the dressing room all the time when he would the boiler iron, room. The Iron Sheik would oh, feed yes. her uh, crackers and bologna underneath the, do- the door to the boiler room. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, well, I, I have something I want to say, a little editorializing here about Edge dropping. This is part of our Edge news item. Yeah. Well, I mean, is Edge, this, you are you keeping it real? real? Hey, guys. Can I keep it real for a second? Turn that hat around. That should be the name of my edit. I should do a weekly editorial segment on this show called Keep- Mark's Keeping It Real. Yeah, you should. Right? Yeah, please do. I don't know. You guys don't sound too enthused about it. But... It just makes you assume you're lying the rest of the time. <laughs> um, the, drop the title, dude. Come on. In the entire history of professional wrestling, when somebody is the champion and they are forced to leave, even for injury, they get in the ring and drop the title. How does this guy not get to drop the title? If he drops the title, he ends up in a wheelchair, Mark. Is that what you want? No, this is what I'm saying. This Love is what I'm saying. Wrestling you have a match, a rematch between Edge and Del Rio on SmackDown. Del Rio throws a fireball in his face or something. Pins him. Well, uh, and wins, Hadouken? And wins like from the title. Win the, isn't that better than the, than the champion doesn't drop the title? I but you then you have the groaner of everyone being like, oh, the Fireball Del Rio Edge match. Well, Del Rio didn't beat him. I think it should be up for grabs at that point. I say the Boogeyman come back and beat him. Who the the uh, Boogeyman? Yeah, the Boogeyman. Oh, for a second I thought you. I my You're mind like flashed the sum too. of all of our fears. What? Yeah, my mind he flashed embodies it all by <laughs> hitting himself over the head with a clock and eating worms. <laughs> My my mind flashed to uh, Jimmy Valiant, the boogie woogie man, when you said that. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Uh, other news items. Wade Keller is reporting in Pro Wrestling Torch that he is hearing that TNA may finally be looking to do some serious rebranding, including the possibility of dropping the TNA name and um, trying to differentiate themselves from WWE. I think these are great ideas. I can't believe that they've named and kept the name TNA this entire time, which stands for tits and ass. That's what they named their wrestling promotion. Mm -hmm. A play off of the term tits and ass. Which uh, I don't know what they're going to change their name to from TNA. Uh, Dixon not Figures. And, yeah, Dixon Figures. Okay, I'd be, I'd be up for Eyeballs that. Eyeballs and assholes. DNF. Yeah. Or uh, tits and lips. <laughs> tits and lips. Lips and badge. I was in Tongues New Orleans. And I was in New Orleans in the French Quarter. Vince Russo, once. are you getting all of this? Dave's throwing out gem <laughs> after gem. <laughs> I was in New Orleans in the French Quarter once, and the guy there was like a barker standing outside this shady little strip club, and his pitch to get people to come in there was, "Come on in and get your vitamins, T and A." <laughs> he was yelling to everyone, uh, just how repeatedly. Is my dad? <laughs> <laughs> He's fine, actually. He's doing all right. Uh, he, he met brings, his quota for the day. He, he got, he got thirteen people into the. Yes, he did. Oh, it's time for another future endeavor. Is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Who's up? Red light is flashing. Who's up? What message do we want? Uh, to play? Looks like we got the genius Lanny Poffo. Ah, great. He well, he was here with us for our WrestleMania party. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play this. Who? Uh, wait a minute. Who gave him our number? Who did that? Uh, Brett did. Because yeah, Brett said, Brett "Call did. me anytime." That's why Brett's not here today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Figures. Let's play this genius Lanny Poffo message. Tis a sad, sad day for all in the WWE universe. Edge announced his retirement. Rated R fans stood, shouted, and cursed. A kazoo, a five-second pose. Oh, how you would make us laugh. Let us not forget your live sex celebration, in which you only stood half-mast. Please, dear Edge, don't get down in the dumps or feel forgotten and neglected. The genius Lanny Poffo is here to do what Lita could not. Cheer you up and get you fully erect. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay. Oh, God, why is Glenny Poffo so sexual every time he's on this show? I don't know. Disgusting. I think Brett encourages it. They should get, pervert. They should get him for the TNA rebranding. They should. Oh, for dicks and fingers. More <laughs> snatching toes. Robin balls. I can't believe they haven't brought him in already. I think anyone who ever used to work in WWE TNA is willing to pay lots of money to have come on their show they had jim neidhart on their show that's true that and the crowd chanting you still got it within seconds when he did not have anything you know yeah that's when yeah, I the was... goatee still i think that's what they were chanting you that, still got the goatee that so they just need no something crowd. to identify all right it's a bunch of assholes and that was when <laughs> that was when i decided i was finally and totally done with that impact zone crowd with i'm not kidding when they started chanting you still got it to fat jim neidhart 30 seconds into the match who was not into it who he just seemed lost in the woods it was like the Blair Witch Project in the ring well, who was, who was without he, him screaming who fuck going up three against? seconds Jay Lethal yes. oh yeah Jay Lethal yeah wow I think Jay Lethal was terrified for his life like leave my neck alone well that's how they could have brought Poffo in because Jay Lethal was doing the Randy Savage gimmick mm. so that's how they should have linked Lady Poffo to that they should have right he should have would have could have he would come well, in now, would they Poffo- settled for Ric Flair now, would Poffo come in and not know that it wasn't his brother, or would he come in and be indignant? Uh, both. He'd be indignant and ignorant. Indignant. Indignant. 
Other news. Well, we follow a promotion out here called NWA Hollywood, which um, actually everybody can follow because they put all their episodes online uh, at nwahollywood.com. But they do their tapings right by where we all live. We've actually attended the tapings sometimes. We live in a three-story house. We, 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 we all live together and sleep together in one big bed like this Three Stooges. Yeah, because we're comedians. <laughs> and uh, But, you know, they had the night before WrestleMania, the NWA Hollywood show that airs here was a match that had been built up for about six months between Colt Cabana and Adam Pierce for the scrap NWA. Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. Well, not in not in NWA. He's not Scrap Iron Adam Pierce. He doesn't go by that in uh, in NWA Hollywood. Whoa. So there, uh-huh. Steve. I apo- guys, I am sorry. You're gonna lose your fact checker title. But <laughs> but between well, did you say fat checker? Yep, <laughs> can't be the fat checker anymore. The best part is I don't use my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks and fingers. Yeah, I think you mean the worst part is that you don't do your eyes. <laughs> um, but uh, Colt Cabana defeated uh, Adam Pierce for the NWA title. This was a great storyline over six months of their shows. They had a match that was, I thought it was better than anything at WrestleMania the next day, except for Triple H and Undertaker. They had an excellent match. Colt is a fantastic baby face. Wait, to be fair, we didn't see that Lumberjack Battle Royal yet. That's true. That you mean could the have stolen match. the yeah, show. The dark match. Blu-ray exclusive. The one that Great Kali won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We got to wait for that to yeah. make a final decision. Yeah, another uh, WrestleMania recap uh, 2.0. But in contention would be this uh, NWA heavyweight. Yes, match. it was fantastic, and, and Colt Cabana won. This Colt Cabana is great. A, a, a major promotion needs to hire him, and Adam Pierce is one of Again. the best. Potentially, yeah, and not be Scotty Goldman. Yeah, WWE should take another look at him and give him a decent gimmick this time. Yes. He's a likable babyface. He's a likable babyface. He's a very talented wrestler. He's very funny, too. He's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's time for another uh, message here that's been left for uh, for Edge. What else we got? Oh, it's uh, Jack Tunney. Oh, Jack Tunney, the former president of WWF. Jack Tunney has left a message for Edge. Mm-hmm. Meredith is clapping in the booth. She's really excited. Oh, she seems that's thrilled. So let's play it. This is Jack Tunney, President of the World Wrestling Federation. On behalf of the WWF, I hereby officially declare Edge is still an active professional wrestler for the World Wrestling Federation. Edge, you are not capable of making such decisions of whether or not you retire. Nor is my announcer, suffering from delusions of grandeur, Vince McMahon, who seems to think he is running the WWF. He can't even get the letters right. Edge, if you proceed to break any rules in the future... I will have no other choice but to order the big boss man to send you to jail for a minimum sentences of three SummerSlams. I am Jack Tunney. Now where is the Orient Express with my laundry? Wow, well, Jack Tunney, I can't believe it. I thought he was dead. I thought so too. Let's, let's, like let's, let's play another one. What's the next one on there? Uh, gonna... Oh, the next one on here is James Storm. Oh, James Storm from the TNA, from the tag team uh, yeah, Beer Yeah, Dixon Fingers. Yeah. Uh, he's one of the tag team champions of, of, of the famous company Dixon Fingers. Hey, Edge, it's James Storm here, one half of Beer Money. Sorry about your damn luck. But no, seriously, sorry about your damn luck. On the Brat side, at least you got to bang Vicky Guerrero when she was still plump. Yeehaw, boy! Well, Man, I love Beer Money. Yeah, he shares your sentiments, Mark. Huh? Like you guys think alike. Yeah. Oh, I have a... Yeah. yeah, we haven't talked about this on the show, but I'm attracted... You talk about it all the time. I'm attracted to Vicky Guerrero. It's hey, more than an attraction. Listen, guys, she looks better than ever right now. Can you deny that she looks better than ever right now? Can uh, you? You cannot can deny you? it. I, it's I, impossible I to deny. I want to, but I can't. 
I think you need to stop sending her gifts, though, because she's wearing that cougar necklace on TV. Oh. <laughs> well, we got one more message here to play. This one, what's this one from, Scott? Uh, this one, it was a blocked ID. It was, it, it doesn't say. It's, it's a blocked ID number, so. Uh, hello? This message is for Adam Copeland. This is Nolan calling from Blockbuster Video in Toronto. Uh, you still have a VHS copy of Highlander Endgame out on your account, and it's 4,386 days past due. If you could please return the video when you get a chance to the Toronto Blockbuster, it shouldn't be hard to find. We're the last video store left in all of Canada. Thank you, Mr. Copeland. Good day. Oh, that's sad. He's had that video for over 10 years. Yeah. I've just done the math. Well, he's probably, he's probably been watching great movies. Probably watching it over and over again. Well, he's in it. That's why. Wait, he's in that yeah. movie? That's what's sad about I it. I remember that. They used to they yeah. show promos. He has a cameo in it where he holds up a big boulder, and they had kept plugging that WWF superstar Edge is in Highlander the Endgame. three minutes. That's sad. He didn't even go buy a DVD copy somewhere in a Walmart for like a buck ninety nine. Well, gentlemen, we are out of time for Curtain Jerks this round. So sad. But, um, well, we'll be back. Next yeah. week with a new episode, and... Edge won't be. Edge won't be. Edge will not be, but um, we want you to go to our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, and mm-hmm. like the page, and uh, post on our page. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talking about on the show. And for this week, I'm Mark Rosecco. I'm Scott Narver. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and of course, thanks to Meredith and everyone at the Comedy Podcast Network. We'll catch you next time. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.